0: I am looking forward to this weekend Yeah, because I think we're going to get great games. Uh, there will be an upset, okay? Don't know quite which one it's going to be yet. Stuks and Bell of Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. But, Mike, could Jordan Love and the magic of Jordan Love and the magic in his arm <laughs> lead the Packers over the 49ers? Now, they're on the road. A lot of people saying, hey, there's a big emotional win against the Cowboys. Was it? I thought it was just a blowout. I thought they just played better. Right. And now you're going up against the 49ers. Now they had the bye. They've got rest and arguably, you know, the best offensive roster when you talk about weapons all across the field for Brock Purdy. But everybody's looking at this game and going, what if Jordan Love go, goes into San Francisco and wins this
1: game? You know, you could say that no coaches probably no better. It's funny because back to back, Shanahan knows obviously what, uh, you know, LaFleur is trying to do. And you could sort of argue that Quinn and, you know, and LaFleur, you know, they kind of know. Him. I mean, because you've seen it. They've, they've been on the same staff. You know what Dan Quinn's defense is. I- ironically, Dan Quinn seemed like he, whatever adjustments he made didn't work. We were talking about a lack of blitzing. Well, you don't have to blitz with the 49ers. The down linemen do the work. Correct. And that's going to be the big issue. And it's funny because, speaking of the down linemen, if you didn't hear about Nick Bosa's comments, Packers have a quarterback who does exactly what he's coached to do. Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer and unbelievable, but he kind of went outside of the realm of coaching. And sometimes it's good when you have a guy who does what he's coached to do, talking about Jordan Love and the difference between Aaron Rodgers the past few years when he was freelancing. That drop today. That's interesting only because I think it tells us how
0: good Matt LaFleur has been to not only keep – Jordan Love on schedule, but also have him buying completely like this stuff works. You just got to follow it and we got to make plays. Now, the beauty about Jordan Love is he can make plays off script. Basically, when plays break down, that's that's the beauty of this. So he's got that Aaron Rodgers in him, Mike, from that standpoint. But he's also following what his coach is trying to get done. And I think a lot of credit should go to the floor about remember, we talked about this, Mike. Is it Aaron Rodgers and the magic that he has and mm-hmm. all the things that he does? Or is this Matt LaFleur? And at the time, those four years, it was all about, well, it's Aaron Rodgers. Because he was the veteran quarterback. He was the established guy. He was the MVP. Now, LaFleur is about to do this potentially without him. This gets back to the Brady-Belichick thing. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is great. He's going to the Hall of Fame. But if you're discounting what what Matt LaFleur is doing right now with this offense and with this quarterback in his first
1: playoff run, I don't I don't know what to tell you. Right. And you think about Aaron Rodgers, if you go back to, what, it was a year ago, his last game in the Packers, he needed to beat Detroit. Remember the end of the season? Couldn't pull it off. That's he just right. played very mediocre in that game. And if you take it back two years in that snow game, I think the only must have was one score against the 49ers, got beat by Joe uh, by Jimmy Garoppolo in his own building, did Aaron Rodgers, because he couldn't make things happen. So that's part of the narrative. Look, you're not taking Aaron Rodgers' career, bringing it down to two games, but... You deal with LaFleur dealing with that ego. And LaFleur trying to take the high road all the time. And Aaron Rodgers popping off and everything else going on with the GM who he hates. So, yeah, there's a lot of drama there. In a million years, when we were talking about Aaron Rodgers, wow, just what the Jets need. And Jordan Love's going to struggle. They, who knows what that team's going to be. No one saw this narrative. Yeah, and that game you're talking about, I think it was 9-3 was
0: the final right. in that game. It was crazy. They couldn't score. Um, Love, by the way, finished second in quarterback, Q, quarterback rating, QBR. The final from week 10 until the end of the season. The only guy that had a better QBR was Dak Prescott, Mike, and he just beat him. Oh. So this is what you're taking into San Francisco. Now, Kyle Shanahan, this is kind of funny because he was asked about when did you start prepping for the Packers, and he's watching the Cowboys-Packers game, and this is Kyle Shanahan telling us this is when it happened.
1: We were already in here, so you know we were doing it that day. We had mixed in a little bit earlier in the week, hitting up a couple teams, but started really focusing on them halfway through the second quarter. Then they scored at the end of the second quarter, so I kind of did both at halftime. And then third quarter, I was set on one team. And by the way, I don't, do you really think Shanahan was going to pay attention to Dallas and their game plan at halftime? I think he was all in on Green Bay too. from the jump. I do, too. Well, remember, wasn't that game 27 nothing at one yep. point? Come on. I
0: mean, you're thinking they're going to make a run. You, listen, they did, but as Mike says, it's garbage points in the fourth quarter for the Cowboys. Right. So. Either way, that is one of the games that certainly everybody is intrigued about. The other one is, as we talk about young quarterbacks, and this could be us next year if we get it right, can C.J. Stroud go into Baltimore, Mike, and make noise?
1: See this is where I think coach McDonald which is who we interview by the way defensive coordinator sure is going to throw a bunch of looks that, uh, that maybe CJ Stroud has not seen. I know that the you know the Packers they didn't have Ward but they still had Miles Garrett and they still I mean the Browns I should say in that playoff game still had some pieces but the ball came out quickly. He's making good decisions but going into Baltimore man that's a rough place to play on the road. The bigger I see I got to be honest with you. I think Stroud plays loose cuz the Texans are playing with house money cuz nobody are. saw him. And we're going to dive into this tomorrow and Friday. I think the pressure is truly on Lamar Jackson's shoulders because his playoff record right now is exactly where Matt Ryan was, you know, in his career, five games in. So he, He's got a rep that he can't win the playoff games, and, and, and he struggles in the playoff games, does Lamar Jackson. And, um, and how much has that changed now with Todd Munkin and the way this offense has looked?
0: Listen, I, I don't disagree, but when your defense has 60 sacks and 18 mm. interceptions during the regular season, that takes a lot of pressure off of you. And, and if they do that to C.J. Stroud, Again, they beat him in the first week of the season. I think this is two different teams. It doesn't matter. But, Mike, that that, that means Lamar can just chill, and, and he doesn't have to do spectacular things. See, I think in the past, he's felt like he had to do spectacular things. I think right. Todd Munkin's taken that off of him. I think the way they run that offense and what they do. So, I'm with you. It's, it's an interesting conversation, but does he need to win? Let's not
1: – yes, he's got to win. Three touchdowns and five picks uh, in his uh, in his playoff career. And uh, a bunch of sacks, too. I mean, the last, but uh, he played the, uh, I guess it was the uh, Chargers. Wow, that was in 2019, the wild yeah. card. Yeah, you mentioned it, seven sacks in that game. So, it's a much better team. It's a much better design squad, what Todd Munkin is bringing. But, you know, that was also his MVP. Remember the, all the hype for the MVP season, and then he kind of just, you know, in the playoffs, missing snaps, holding the football like a loaf of bread. Does Todd Munkin help him correct some of that stuff. If Brock Purdy wets the bed. To take away from what you think about him? Hell yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because, look, we can't apply a different set of standards to Dak Prescott no. and Brock Purdy.
0: No, we can't. And that's where I'm going.
1: These are the top two teams,
0: top two seeds. We're talking about the 49ers and Baltimore. They were off last week. They got the buys. But they'll be in action this week. The other game, and we'll talk more about this uh, on, on Friday. We'll give you our picks and certainly break down the game a little bit more. If you are betting against, and I mean that literally and figuratively, against Patrick Mahomes, I don't know if I'd do it. Now I think the Bills. This is their time, Mike. But mm. man, every time you see Patrick Mahomes do special things, and you're just like, ah, he just he finds a way. And I know we're concerned about them dropping balls and all of that right. stuff. But to me, that's the other intriguing game because the Bills keep saying and have been saying for the last few years, if we get this game at home, well,
1: guess, guess- what. And that's just it. You know, we talked about last year how you know they just they, they looked like they lost. My argument to you all all last season was missing Brian Dable. Yep. You know, and and yep. now they finally got after they they went with uh, was it uh, was it Ramsey Dorsey was the was the OC. Then they bring in Joe Brady, and he's basically simplifying things. By the way, you see the controversy this week. A lot of folks are looking back at the Steelers game, saying uh, Josh Allen did the fake slide. It looked like a fake slide, uh, or was it the Okie Doke? Or he simply to me, bear with me. He pulled the Maverick and Top Gun. We're going to hit the brakes. They'll go right over us. Well. That's what I just. Now, again, because he has a penchant for doing the fake slide, people are saying he pulled that on the Steelers. When you are told as a defender
0: that they're giving their body up, you lay off. And we've seen these penalties over and over again. And so, yeah, I I thought he was going to slide, but he he didn't. And, yeah, people are talking about it. There's no doubt. It's Dukes and Bell of Sports Radio 92.9 The Game talking about the road to the big game. Uh, People talking about Jordan Love and uh, all these teams now. You know, obviously the prep has begun, as you heard Shanahan. But
1: they're in the meat of it now. And you win this game. You're one away from the Super Bowl. Right. And uh, you, you'd never expect. I mean, think about like some of the great runs over the years. It's, usually it's when a veteran quarterback goes to another team, like when the Arizona Cardinals, you know, came back. And yeah, I think they, they beat us in the playoffs back in 2008, going all the way up to the Steelers. Sometimes, and, and that was uh, Kurt Warner. Remember that? That was right. his, his second or third act, I guess, at that point. But in this case, rookies don't. I mean, there's no pressure. Josh Allen, I think there's equal pressure. Mahomes is, it's amazing. You think about it. 15 postseason games all at Arrowhead. Yeah. Bananas. Yeah, it is. I, I, I don't know if anybody
0: projected, hey, he's going to be in the playoffs a lot. No, by the way, he'll never play on the road. <laughs> like, right. it's hard to believe that that ha- has happened, but it's also why they've gone to the Super Bowls, Mike. It's why they've been in these all these AFC championship
1: games and why they've owned the AFC for the most part over the last five years. Roethlisberger was a rookie uh, yes, Super, was. Year, Super Bowl year, but that was also a lights-out defense and all those weapons. And if you remember, Heinz Ward throws a touchdown in that game, yeah. right? Very veteran team. Yeah, the, the first Roethlisberger
0: Super Bowl, it was more about team. The second one was more about Big Ben making plays, right? right? And so as that team developed and grew and got better, but yeah,
1: I uh, I just want to see how it shakes out. And it was his it was, it was second year. It was Rothbard's second season.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.